Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, January 4th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. Today is the start of the 2023 Missouri Legislative Session. Disagreements on congressional redistricting and other policies hampered last year's session. With redistricting approved and new leadership, Republicans and Democrats are now hoping to pass some of their priorities. We don't have redistricting, which is a, a very, by definition, a very political process taking up a lot of the political energy. So hopefully we can devote some of that energy to, to getting things done. In just a few minutes, St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg will examine some of the goals for this session. As lawmakers get down to business in Jefferson City, Illinois legislators are in Springfield this week, wrapping things up before new members are sworn in. Alex Dagman reports. They're in for what's called the lame duck session. They sometimes use this period for controversial legislation. It might be easier to convince outgoing lawmakers to support things when they're not worried about re-election. Twelve years ago, lame duck was used to pass an income tax increase. Two years ago, it was the Safety Act. This year, it appears lawmakers are poised to discuss a ban on the sale and manufacture of assault weapons and high-capacity magazines. The session is scheduled to start today, and depending on how busy it is, could wrap up just hours before new lawmakers are sworn in next Wednesday. I'm Alex Stegman. Legislative activity is also ramping up this week in Washington, D.C. Eric Schmidt was sworn in yesterday as Missouri's junior senator. The Republican will serve in the minority for the first time in his political career. University of Missouri-St. Louis political science professor Anita Mannion says Schmidt may have to wait for Republicans to gain control of the Senate before being able to make his mark. But if he can take the approach that he used in the Missouri state legislature and do more of that reaching across the aisle and finding opportunities for consensus, then he does have an opportunity to make an impact as a new junior senator. House Republicans will have the majority for the first time since 2018, but their small margin will make passing legislation difficult. Work in that chamber is bogged down after members failed to elect a speaker yesterday. Some Republicans are rebelling against leader Kevin McCarthy. As St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports, one Democratic congresswoman feels it showcases her Republican counterpart's weaknesses. For the first time since 1923, the U.S. House failed to elect a speaker on the first ballot. And Democratic Congresswoman Cori Bush says it showcases the slim GOP majority's problems. They are not off to a great start. By contrast, Democrats were able to rally behind leader Hakeem Jeffries, even though he's had disagreements with progressives like Bush. But the St. Louis County Democrat says Jeffries showcased leadership as chairman of the Democratic caucus. So many uh, criticisms from the Republicans saying, you know, oh, Democrats in disarray. We didn't have this happen. Bush hopes to work with Democratic President Joe Biden to accomplish things for the St. Louis region. I'm Jason Rosenbaum. St. Louis Public Radio. Missouri is the first state to execute an openly transgender person. Amber McLaughlin was put to death last night at the prison in Bon Terre for a murder in 2003. She was known as Scott during the trial and transitioned while in prison. Governor Mike Parson denied a clemency request which focused on McLaughlin's tough childhood and mental health. Parson released a statement after the execution saying McLaughlin, quote, terrorized the victim Beverly Gunther in the final years of her life and he hopes relatives and loved ones finally have peace. The governor referred to McLaughlin 
as Scott in the statement. Southern Illinois and the Metro East will have a new area code 730 in the middle of this year. St. Louis Public Radio's Will Bauer reports telecommunications experts say, though, it might not take effect right away. The Illinois Commerce Commission, the group that regulates telecommunications in the state, will officially roll out the number in July. The commission, however, says there's still some available 618 numbers. Until those are used up, residents might not see the new 730 area code. George Light is an engineering analyst with the commission. They're not going to wake up on July 7th and suddenly see 730 numbers everywhere. As I say, it could be months or even years before you see one. The Commerce Commission says nothing else will change with the overlay. The area code will apply to the same region, and current telephone numbers won't change. I'm Will Bauer, St. Louis Public Radio. Today is the beginning of the Missouri legislative session. Last year was dominated by several must-pass issues. This year, lawmakers are hoping to accomplish more of their priorities. St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Kellogg reports. Between passing a record-breaking state budget and fighting over a new congressional map last year, the Republican-led legislature left many of their priorities unfinished. Now, with some changes in leadership, lawmakers are hoping to accomplish more this year. House Floor Leader John Patterson says he believes everyone is cautiously optimistic. We don't have redistricting, which is a, a very, by definition, a very political process, taking up a lot of the political energy. So hopefully we can devote some of that energy to, to getting things done. For Republicans, one of those priorities is changing the process on amending Missouri's constitution through the ballot initiative petition process. Through initiative petitions, Missouri voters have amended the state's constitution to allow for medical and recreational marijuana, a minimum wage increase, and Medicaid expansion. Republican lawmakers say it's too easy to amend the constitution, but don't have a consensus on how that legislation should work. Options include increasing the number of signatures needed to get an issue on the ballot or increasing the number of votes needed to approve it. Senate President Pro Tem Caleb Brown says he's in favor of upping the voting approval threshold. I am personally not in favor of changing signature requirements and, you know, a whole host of these other things, which I think are literally just designed functionally to to make it harder to get on the ballot. Any proposals amending the initiative petition process will face resistance from Democrats. Senator Brian Williams says it's another form of democracy that Missourians can participate in and pass policies they care about. A lot of these issues has been uh, at the expense of the fact that the legislature has not been able to get those things done. Another divisive topic likely to be brought up this year involves transgender children. Multiple bills have already been filed this year, including legislation that would bar transgender girls from participating in sports that aligned with their gender identity. Other bills would bar transgender children from accessing gender-affirming health care, including puberty blockers. Patterson says he wants every child, including transgender kids, to, quote, have a place. What we're going to try to do is find a way that transgender people can be accepted in society uh, compete, but also to make sure that that the people that aren't um, are safe and also have the chance to compete. The Missouri State High School Activities Association already has guidelines on sports participation for transgender athletes. Senate Minority Leader John Rizzo called Republicans' decision to focus on this, quote, absolutely baffling. If that's who they are, if that's what they want to put front and center, uh, is taking on the difficult issue of being angry and mean towards children, that's their decision. 
For Democrats, one of their priorities is passing gun control measures. Between the House and Senate, Democrats have already filed around 20 pieces of legislation on gun control. The actions come after the deadly shooting at Central Visual and Performing Arts High School in St. Louis in October. House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid says members of her caucus have been talking with law enforcement officers and asking them what legislation is needed. That includes bills around the Second Amendment Preservation Act, which prohibits the enforcement of federal gun regulations. But Senate Floor Leader Cindy O'Loughlin says there is not a scenario where such a bill passes this year. I think that they feel, you know, if we had less guns, we'd have less gun crime. And I see I see no evidence of that. Despite more partisan issues, there are some policies this year that have bipartisan support. One of those is legalizing sports betting in Missouri. Since Kansas passed sports betting in 2022, Missouri is among the minority of its neighbors that hasn't passed it. Senator Denny Hoskins, who is sponsoring a bill legalizing both sports betting and video lottery machines, says he has the backing of Missouri's professional sports teams, who will also financially benefit. Make no bones about it. This is is all about revenue. And uh, the casinos, as well as professional sports teams, see it as a way to help increase revenue. For Rizzo, he says he thinks it's a top priority this year, and he's eager to have conversations around the issue. It should be something that uh, we should work on really hard because the people want it, and that's what we're there to do. But none of either party's policies will get done if they don't put aside last year's acrimony. Though the Conservative Caucus in the Senate is now dissolved, Hoskins, a former member, says he will remain passionate over some issues the caucus supported. I'm going to continue to fight uh, for what I think is right for my constituents and fight for conservative policies in the state. With new leadership in both chambers, Rodden says he believes the House and Senate can work together despite past differences. I think we're going to have uh, open lines of communication, and I think we share uh, similarities as far as some priorities. The legislative session will run until May. In Jefferson City, I'm Sarah Kellogg, St. Louis Public Radio. Our Fred Ehrlich edited that report. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.